It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jane Pickett of the Island Wood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket, part of the Mid Street Veterinary Group, joins me on the programme. Good afternoon to you, Jane. Good afternoon, Patricia. And you're very welcome to the programme and questions uh, coming in. Keep your questions coming in for Jane. You can text her WhatsApp 0862 103 103. Now, let me start with Mary, who says, I've got a miniature Pomerarian dog with a lung condition. Now, he is taking medication, so she's obviously been attending the vet and he's on medication, but he snores constantly. Could Jane suggest anything or would that just be part of the condition? Hmm. To be honest, without a little bit more information about the lung condition, it's a little bit difficult to say. Now, there are common things that cause dogs to snore. Sometimes it can just be the way they are, their conformation, essentially the way they're put together. Um, And particularly, we see lots of snoring with, let's say, brachycephalic dogs. So these would be the flat-faced dogs. And it's because of the way that their throat is made up, um, which causes them to have a snoring snoring noise. Sometimes if um, our soft palate, which is kind of the roof of our mouth, is a little bit longer. It can kind of flap in the breeze sometimes. And that happens sometimes in small dogs and it can cause a snoring noise. But a sudden onset of snoring can sometimes be either a change in the throat or even weight gain. Sometimes weight gain is kind of like ourselves. If we put on a lot of weight, let's say around our neck, you can imagine the delicate structures inside in the throat. If there's a little bit more fat around there or there's a little bit more fatty tissue internally, sometimes it can cause, let's say, a a little flaps of tissue to kind of float in the breeze as we breathe in and out and we're relaxed at sleep. So sometimes that can be it. But other causes of, of snoring that will be associated with lung disease, if there was any kind of obstruction or blockage or even, let's say, a problem in the back of the throat that might be related to the lung disease. And as I say, it's, it's impossible to know without knowing a, a bit more about what lung disease we've been diagnosed with. That could cause it too. So I would say if you have concerns and you've noted new onset snoring, it will really be best to revisit your pet who's aware of all of the details and aware of the full history of your pet um, just so that they can see if that's something that needs treating or if it's something that we we can live with or whether it, it's, let's say, associated with the lung disease that your little pet has been diagnosed with. So I'd say revisit your pet, just voice your concerns and let them know. I'm sure they'll appreciate it. Okay, Luke says by text, my dog is, is it a Malamut? Yeah, Malamut. Malamut. Yes, uh, and absolutely loves his food, says Luke. But he's become uh, he's began a very bad habit of eating dog poo when we're out or cow poo when we're out on walks. I'm wondering any recommendations on how to stop it. Oh, Not dog poo, really cow one. poo. Cow poo. They're big this cow pats. Really tough one. Probably cow pats. Yeah. Uh, 
dogs will be dogs. They can get into all kinds of things. And sometimes they'll just get a taste for the weirdest thing and become a little bit obsessed with it. My own tiny terrier, Sally, is a little bit obsessed with rabbit, rabbit poo. So my heart goes out to you here. I feel your pain. Okay. It's a little bit annoying. Um, there is not any easy way to stop this, really. If it was eating another dog's poo or eating their own poo, there are things that we can add to their food to make their own poo taste weird so that it can break the habit. But if they're just going out and about and eating cow pass and all kinds of sorts on walks, there's no real way of breaking that habit. The safest thing, really, if they're getting a taste for weird and wonderful things whilst they're out and about, is to keep them on, on a lead. Or if you have very good verbal recall, that's fine too. Just make sure that you have control over what they're consuming because it might be cow pass one day which might be relatively harmless but it could be something a little bit more sinister or serious or dangerous the next day um, so I would just keep a, keep a close eye but unfortunately no obvious tips to break the habit I think it's just more keep safety in mind and make sure they're not picking up anything else that can cause them further harm and go for walks where there are not cows around oh that's a good one yeah, yeah <laughs> just try, yeah. Until, until you try to break the habit by the way yeah. what, what is a Malamut? a Malamut Alaskan Malamut they're, they're big very very hairy dogs they are beautiful dogs are they like a husky dog kind of similar yeah Yeah, okay they are it's a new new one on me okay it was a cold weather breed oh okay all right good luck with that um luke uh hi i have to bring my dog to the vet my westie he's going under anesthetic to have his glands cleaned how effective is the procedure please having the glands cleaned is sometimes something that's required if let's say there's a lingering infection in the anal gland so every every dog has two little anal glands which are scent glands which are positioned kind of at four o'clock and eight o'clock just on either side of the bottom they're impossible to really see from the outside but they are there it's where that big kind of nasty fishy smell comes from sometimes and sometimes they are prone to getting a little bit blocked or infected and sometimes let's say having a sedation or an anaesthetic to flush the glands, so to clean them out really, really well, um, is, is something that's undertaken if uh, an infection is particularly stubborn to clear or if there's any concerns that there might be something else going on in the anal glands and your vet will be the best person to guide you as to exactly why that procedure is being taken. If it is for infection, it really depends on what bacteria are growing in there and also the other things surrounding the infection. So we know that infections are more common in dogs if they have, let's say, slightly softer stool. So we know that adding fibre to their diet can sometimes be helpful in some cases. But as I say, your vet will be the best person who knows your own particular situation to guide you on that. So how effective it is really depends on exactly what the problem is. How, if it is an infection, how sensitive that infection is to, let's say, the flush happening and any other treatments surrounding it, but also lifestyle factors, so whether fibre is a factor in, let's say, preventing further infections. There are also lumps and, lumps and bumps that can grow inside an anal glands, making things uh, a little bit more difficult um, to manage if there is infection. And it's always worth checking out. But it's really good if your vet is going ahead and flushing those glands and give them a really op- good opportunity to examine them in a, in a stress-free manner for your pet. So Would you always put them, Anise, put them under? She's, she's getting an anaesthetic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or you would, for yeah. a flush, they would all they would always need to either be sedated or anaesthetized, yeah. depending on the patient and what was happening. Yeah, just for their own comfort more than anything else. Are some dogs more prone to it than others? Yes, they yeah. do tend to be. Some dogs will go their entire life never having an anal gland problem, and the anal glands will just empty themselves normally as the dog poos. Um, but some really, it, it can become very bothersome, and it, it's quite an uncomfortable thing. Sometimes people will say, oh, he's dragging his bottom along the floor, or he's very irritated, or his tail is tucked under. A lot of the times, 
that is kind of a sign of anal gland discomfort so it's worth seeing your vet if that's the case. Hi, my Bichon freeze at 11 years of age. I've noticed he's getting more skin tags all over his body. Now, they're not bothering him or they're not bothering me, but I'm wondering, should I be worried about them? He was at the vets about two weeks ago to have his teeth cleaned and the vet didn't say anything about them. But I'm just wondering, should, is it something we should be worried about? Skin tags? Potentially, yes. Sometimes as we get older, very much like people, you know, you can get changes in the skin and sometimes they're things that we need to be concerned about and sometimes they're relatively benign. A lot of the time, a lump is a lump unto proven otherwise is what I normally say. Knowing whether a lump or a bump or a skin tag is something that we don't need to worry about or whether it might potentially be something serious or cancerous even usually requires a biopsy so that the lab can assess that tissue and kind of further confirm it. It really depends on where the lumps and bumps are, what size they are, as to what way they will be best sampled and your vet will be the best person to guide you as to whether that's required and how, how that will be best achieved. I think if you're concerned, pop to your vet. If he was in recently at the vet for a teeth cleaning, it, it's it's like our, ourselves, if we went to the doctor, generally we're kind of focused on one problem. So the priority on that day will have been, let's say, the teeth cleaning in this case. So it's important for, for you to flag if this is a change. So if these lumps are new or if they're getting bigger, it's just best to bring that up with your vet just so that they're aware of the, the background details. So I'd say I wouldn't hesitate to give, give your vet a call and just let them know and you could take it from there. Hi Jane, my pup has lots of chew toys but loves to chew at the furniture. Is there anything you can get to stop a puppy from doing this? Thanking you. Uh, yes, there is. Okay. To a certain extent, but you need to be a little bit careful using them. Um, so there are kind of, let's say, there are products on the market that you can put on objects to make them taste nasty. Um, but it's really important not to, let's say, do a homemade recipe off the internet or anything like that. It's best to get a safe product. So speak to your vet about what they would recommend and what they would have in stock. The one thing I would say is that these products can be generally quite sticky and smelly. So if it's on prized furniture or or your best antique, it's probably best to move the furniture um, rather than cover it in the sticky stuff that might not be so easily removed. I think a really good thing is to try and vent that biting energy. A lot of puppies go through a kind of a teething stage where they're trying to learn about the world with their mouths. It's really good to give them lots of toys, but really try and engage with them in play because a lot of the time they don't know exactly how to play. So you can really kind of spice that up for them. And if you're engaging in play with them and venting and burning off a lot of that energy, it's really good and mentally stimulating for them. They won't be bored or frustrated, which are things that might lead them to start chewing at unwanted objects like furniture. So I really think just engage with your pet, take them for their walks, lots of constructive play at home, and you might find that the problem solves itself. Yeah, it's just to try and break the habit, isn't it, more than the, yeah. than, than anything. Uh, hi, yeah. I have a cat who constantly chases his tail. Is this normal? It happens regularly, especially at night time. That's from Pauline. Hmm, if he seems otherwise well in himself and you can't see any discomfort or, let's say, any cuts or bruises or swellings or anything like that around the tail and he's only at it, let's say, one time of the evening when things are a little bit boring in the house and he decides to chase the tail. It may be behavioural, maybe nothing to be worried about. But if it's a new behaviour for him um, and you have any concerns that he might be sore in his, let's say, bottom region or his tail area, it's 
I suppose ruling out any physical discomfort is always the challenge with pets because they can't tell us they're sore. So we really have to be detectives in that. So if it's a new behaviour, I'd get him checked over by your vet just to be sure. But my gut feeling is it, it's probably behavioural. He might just be a little bit bored and doing that. But it's, it's just best not to do them the disservice of assuming it's behavioural and just make sure that there's nothing that can be dealt with or any pain that can be resolved for them anyway. Dennis in the city has a 10-year-old uh, mixed dog. It's three-quarter Shih Tzu and a quarter Pom. Uh, just in recent days, uh, noticed there's having a problem going to the toilet. He seems to be a bit constipated. Uh, Dennis did give him a homemade remedy of sugar and warm water and it seemed to have worked a bit. But is are there laxatives available for dogs? And somebody else says, hi Jane, my dog is nine, suffers from ca- constipation. Are there laxatives available for dogs? Yeah, there there are, there are, but they will be under veterinary prescription. There are things that you can give on an ongoing basis to improve their gut health. So sometimes fibre supplements will help, but it really depends on what might be causing the the constipation. In some older dogs and cats, it might be because they're a little bit less mobile, so it might not even be a problem with the gut. It might just be that they might have joint pain and they're less likely to squat to poo, so they kind of hold it in and they become a bit constipated that way. Or it could be dietary. They might not be getting enough fibre or their gut health might just have changed a little bit. There are laxatives and it's really important to make sure that they can go easily for their own comfort. So if you're concerned that they're currently constipated, definitely visit your vet and um, speak to them about the concerns. And I'm sure that they'll be able to prescribe you something to, to give them a bit of relief. But it's really important to think about long-term strategies as well, particularly in our older patients, and just to make sure that there's nothing in the background that might be causing them discomfort, pooing um, and perpetuating the problem. Okay, bad breath in Jack Russell. I had his teeth cleaned last year. What else could be causing it? Ah, if his teeth were cleaned last year and if he hasn't had any, let's say, ongoing dental care at home, whether that be toothbrushing or water additives um, or gels applied to the teeth, it may be tartar again. The one thing that is quite challenging with, let's say, dental health and pests is we can scale and polish away all of that tartar to improve the, the gum health and that's incredibly important because dental disease is something that's kind of suffered with silently by a huge, a huge amount of our population of pets. But if you don't kind of engage in home care, whether that be toothbrushing or using gels on the teeth recommended by your vet or any modification of their diet, special dental diet, then it's just going to build up again. If we didn't brush our teeth twice a day, we'd get tartar build up. Mm. So it's, it's I, I think if there's a smell again, visit your vet. It might be that he needs a scale and polish again, but it's really important that you kind of practice home care to maintain that um, because it, it could end up in a cycle of him just needing his teeth cleaned repeatedly at the vet and we really want to minimise the amount of sedation and anaesthesia they have unnecessarily. Okay. All right. Listen, Jane, have a good week and uh, we'll chat again to you next week. Thank you for that and thanks for joining us. You too. Uh, bye-bye. Thanks. That is Jane Pickett of the Islandwood Veterinary Hospital, uh, part of the Mill Street Veterinary Group. That's where I leave you for today. Thanks to John Paul. Uh, Nick Richards is with you for the afternoon and we're back with you tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock for the final one of the week. Another week nearly over. Until tomorrow 10, I'm Patricia Messenger. Stay safe. Court today on C103. With Sean Cusack Insurance's Kinsale. Now part of McCarthy Insurance Group. For motor, home, business, farm, life and health insurance. CMIG.ie Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.